Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Chicago's Afternoon News, 720 WGN. Somebody just sent me a text and said, Lisa, moths have antennae that look like feathers, whereas butterflies have straight antennae. Antennae look like a TV antenna. That's how you tell them apart. Lanternflies have very short, pointy antennae. They're not moths. Um, Scott, I think that you can lead me down the right path on all of this. This is Scott Shermer. He's an insect expert with the Illinois Department of Agriculture and the Illinois list of most wanted bugs, the deadliest, the, the ones we need to kill at the top. Is it the lanternfly? Well, the lanternfly's up there. And let me correct you real quickly and say that it's the least wanted, not most wanted. So right. um, <laughs> least wanted in the sense that we don't want it here. Um, but yeah, I'm, I mean the uh, the the way to look at this one is that it's a little confusing as a as a misnomer. So when you think lanternfly, it does kind of look like a moth. Um, you think fly, but it's actually a, a, a plant hopper. So it's neither a moth nor a fly, but uh, technically it's an invasive plant hopper. Yeah, and you know when I looked up the image, I've seen this before because I noticed the big red spots on the lower wings on the lower part but you don't really recognize it unless they are flying so is it unusual to see them in illinois or or are they just really well at at this point we haven't confirmed them in illinois yet so we're we're getting calls like crazy this time of year um there's been some uh um some media attention out east so we've actually been getting some calls from new york and pennsylvania and new jersey as well um but a lot of calls from Illinois have been um, what we would consider lookalikes, um, box elder bugs, things with that reddish color. But we have yet to confirm a spotted lanternfly here in Illinois. Scott Shermer is an insect expert. And if you see a lanternfly, you're supposed to squish it. So it's damaging <laughs> crops, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, as as we learn more about this bug... Um, it's it's starting to narrow down what the target host um, plants are. So at this point, the major concerns are going to be uh, grapes and hops. Um, there is some evidence that they feed on other um, hardwood and um, woody species. Um, there's a list of about 70 in total. But the major damage seems to be surrounding grapes and hops. And where did they come from? They are from China, um, and uh, originally in the United States, they were first found back in 2014 in Pennsylvania, and they've been kind of radiating out from Pennsylvania and uh, working their way east, or excuse me, west toward uh, toward us, most recently confirmed in uh, Indiana and Michigan. And do they excrete some kind of weird substance? <laughs> so, yeah, well, a lot of the problem with these insects is, um, you know, when, there's, when they're in, in mass, um, and in general, you know, what goes in has to come out. And, um, you know, whether that's uh, um, solid waste, like something from uh, like uh, spongy moth or gypsy moth, or in this case, it's honeydew. And so that honeydew is a very sweet and sticky, sticky substance um, that basically falls down toward the base of trees and base of plants that they're feeding on. And in turn, it, um, it creates uh, sooty mold 
and uh, attracts other insects, potentially stinging insects like uh, wasps and bees. Um, so that's one of the major concerns surrounding this is that that uh, that sooty mold and, and just the kind of mess that they create because there's so many of them. I know you're with the Illinois Department of Agriculture. This is Scott Shermer, an insect expert. What other bugs should we squish when we see? <laughs> um, well, we have a handful that we actually have an eye out for. And, and on that uh, least wanted list, uh, probably things like Asian longhorn beetle, um, uh, the 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 spongy moth, um, you know the the one, another one that's getting a lot of attention these days that I don't necessarily want to encourage people to squish is the uh, the the murder hornet or the insect formerly known as murder hornet. Um, but what we encourage is that anybody that sees something that uh, doesn't seem to fit in that they don't recognize. Um, at least take a picture of it and send it to us. Um, check in with your local extension office. You know, um, we want to try and get these things um, detected uh, early on so that we do have a chance to, to respond rapidly and, and potentially either eradicate them or, or do some kind of control measure early on before they become a major problem. The insect formerly known as murder hornet, did we give it a new name? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's the, uh, oh, geez, it's the northern, nor- giant northern hornet now, I believe. I'm telling you um, what, when you use the term mur- murder hornet, people pay more attention. I think that was the purpose of, and, and we I, don't have them in Illinois, do we? I know. Yeah, no, that definitely gets people's attention, and that's kind of what we want. But um, there's a big move for sensitivity and things like that these days. So <laughs> they've been changing a lot of names uh not necessarily for the better, in my opinion, but it is what it is. But, uh, no, we don't have murder hornets here in Illinois. Um, we've gotten a lot of calls. There are some lookalikes as well, um, but that has not been confirmed. And I think that one's far less likely to actually be detected and confirmed here than, than is spotted lanternfly. Everybody seems to rely on Dawn detergent to get rid of those Japanese <laughs> beetles. And is that a good go-to? Um, I, I don't necessarily think so. Um, I mean, each each situation is going to have its own set of parameters that I think need to be considered, whether you're going to use a chemical control or, or a, a cultural or a, a biological. Um, Dawn dish soap is kind of one of those old, uh, old tricks that um, you, you can probably get away with for a little bit, but um, je- definitely in the long run, it's, it's not going to be recommended for any kind of... Uh, um, very effective or very long-term control on a pest, yeah. And we lost a crabapple tree this year. I mean, there is not one leaf left to hmm. what I call Japanese beetles. That's an invasive yeah. species. Are we ever going to get rid of those things? I don't know. I think those are one of those uh, one of those bugs that we're going to kind of have to learn to live with if we haven't already. Um, you know, usually they're not lethal to the to the plants. I mean, those those trees that tree may come back next year. They they aggressively defoliate, and depending upon when that happens, um, the tree may be able to recover. But um, there's actually some promising control with that. It's actually a biological control um, that's just getting introduced now. So we'll have to see how that turns out. Um, but you know, these bugs they they, they continue to kind of test our abilities to keep up with them. And um, recently, USDA here in Illinois and and, uh, throughout the country has been working on a biological control for Japanese beetle that's looking very promising. So keep your fingers crossed, and hopefully that tree hangs on. That's good news. Thank you for joining us. You're very interesting. I hope you'll come back again. (laughs) Absolutely. Anytime. Thank you.
Scott Shermer, insect expert with the Illinois Department of Agriculture. Coming up, we're going to talk about Sundays on State. Have you checked it out yet? Maybe it's time. And Bill Snyder, our meteorologist, our friend from WGN-TV, will update us on the weather. Lauren has your news next on 720 WGN. 